Welcome to our last football podcast. This is um, not George. My name's Michael. Um, he is not on today. I'll be covering on him on hosting duties, but the show must go on. And this is episode 39, I believe. And we're going to be talking about the ethnic your mother. We have gone off to a bright start in the UEFA Nations League. But first, I want to introduce my panel. Stephen, how are you? Uh, Michael, it's been a long time, man. Been so busy with my new job and everything. But yeah, I've, I'm able to come on and chat with you guys about uh, the Nations League. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And um, you also have Cyprus in the same group, which you're going to get into <laughs> later. So don't, tell, don't remind me about that dilemma. You, yeah. You've got feelings about that too. I'm sure you want to say something yeah, for here. Sure. Um, next here is Greg. How are you doing? Doing good, mate. Uh, like Stephen, new job, which has just made me a little more, a bit more busier, which I haven't been able to get on the some of the previous um, pods as often as I'd like to. But I'm um, good to be back on and talking our most favourite subject, the ethniki. Ah, always has um, feelings on us. It always makes us. There's always times that makes us, you know, down or up. Right now we're on the up, and which is good to see. Finally, Nico. Yes, Michael, boss pass. We, I am fine. That's my, good. My job, I tell you what, my job has made things easy for me now, and I'm finally back on. Yeah, but I'm doing hosting duties, so it's a little bit different. Nico, you're looking slick with your haircut. Oh, it's been a few days now, yeah. eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to jump straight into it, but first things first, I need to kick off with a few things, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, first things first, general news around the league. There's been a lot of transfer movement with Super League clubs. Um, you guys um, have been following our pages. Yes, we have not been posting. We are solely focused on the ethnic your mother. Um, we are aware of confirmed transfers with Balk, Banathanaikos and elsewhere. Um, even contract news, even some backroom staff changes at AIC. We are aware of that. Um, we do apologize for not posting all this. We are solely focused on the ethnic gear. We will do confirmation tweets, posts after the ethnic gear mother plays out their Nations League matches next week. Uh, secondly, is the shock loss of the under-21s against Cyprus 3-0. Uh, that harms our chances for qualifying for the Euro 2023 yeah, shock 3-0 loss against Cyprus. That is something nobody saw unless you've seen the lineup. Our good, our youth scout Apostolos has saw the match. So did our French correspondent Alain saw the match. They were not happy at all. They were frustrated with the selections in the lineup by the coach Simos. Um, yeah, they'll just tell you if, they, if you saw the lineup, we would lose this match and it is disappointing to say that. Um, still not over yet, but we have a do-or-die clash against Portugal in the next couple of days. And that is our last chance for any qualification to Euro 2023. So let's hope for the best there for our under-21s. And finally, the playoff match between Veria and Lamia. So as we all know, Veria lost the promotion playoff to Levadiakos, but Veria have the second chance against La Mia, who have another chance to stay in the Super League. Um, the dates have been set, first legs this weekend for Saturday, 
And the reason why the, the dates have been set so late is because Panatolikos were in court. There was the EPO committee suggested Panatolikos to be relegated for alleged match fixing by the one of the club's general managers. Um, forgot his name. I think his name's Kutsospiro. But anyways, he was accused of match fixing in a 4-2 win against Offi in the regular season due to Derek Cornelius, the Canadian defender, receiving a yellow card in a match and then something to do with a penalty kick with Panatulikos and they scored from it. And all from that delayed the playoff match. And we had there was no time set for it or anything and this is what held it back. Um, Panatulikos trial, they went to court, they were found not guilty. But the general manager was fined 300,000 euros and was given a 10-year ban from entering the stadiums. And that is why the playoffs for Veria and Lamia has been held so late and is scheduled for this weekend. Which is Greek football in a nutshell. Isn't that right, boys? It's always yeah. the case, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So, that's out of the way. We'll first start off with the Ethic Mother's first win in the UEFA Nations League against Northern Ireland. We played our first match in Belfast, a 1-0 win. Wasn't the best performance, but rather effective and clinical. Um, Bakasetas with a neat and tidy strike with his right foot. And Northern Ireland didn't really trouble our defence. They were playing the long ball from out the back. But I think our defence covered their mistakes pretty well. Uh, Mavropanos and Hazidiakos seemed pretty solid together. Um, some question marks on the right-back Lazarus Rota, who started the match. Great going forward, but his, defense, his defending is horrific, to say the least, I have to admit, even though I kind of like him. <laughs> horrific. I, horrific now, I'm, I'm, I have to admit it. And Greg, you, you would know all about it. He's one of your boys. Um yeah, effective, not the best performance, but we take the win nonetheless. Greg, your thoughts on the match? Um, it was definitely not a pretty match. Um, I think uh, in the, after the first 20 minutes, I was more interested in my breakfast than the game. Um, but um, I think the, the positives were our defence stood really tall. And, this, you know, not it's not far off saying in the past we could have we could have considered that at some stage there, but Northern Ireland, I mean... Their quality wasn't fantastic. They, I think they, they, they hardly um, uh, threatened Vlachovimos. Um, so defense was a, a great positive there. Um, Bakasetas and his uh, clinical finishing is proving a, a huge asset for us. I still like him to see him do a bit more. Um, and I, th- I thought uh, Bukalakis was a bit ordinary in this match. Um, while Siopis, on the other hand, was a complete bulldog and couldn't stop running and did everything he could. Um, Limnios set up the goal and I think he's been our main creative outlet uh, for the, uh, so far in this campaign so he's been good um, but yeah I'd be keen to see our return match with Northern Ireland I think there's an opportunity to put him to the sword there um, as we get a bit more traction with our group together now um, so I'm, I'm really keen to see that but it was it was it wasn't a fantastic performance, but it was enough to get us three points in a match. Let's face it, where we've drawn or 
lost in recent years, which we should be winning yeah. always. And we have lost against Northern Ireland in the past, and embarrassingly. And yeah. We're talking Euro 2016 qualifiers where Northern Ireland, to say the least, were hard to beat. But since that campaign, ever since they made that tournament, they've not been the same. They've collapsed so much. And yet, this is this is who we're coming up with. And yes, we've, we should be beating these sides. And yes, we did finally get the win. Um, you brought up Limnios, Greg, and I have to say, I've been thoroughly impressed with him. I think the loan spell in Netherlands has helped him out big time. And he's become a pretty effective winger. Um, as for the midfield, I, I don't think we should rock with that midfield at all. Bukalakis, as you said, it, it, there's just something doesn't fit with him in the ethnic gear. He's not that type of player that we need in that position. You need a box-to-box player, which we do, but they're elsewhere. We have Alexandropos, Alexandropoulos on the bench, and he should be used more often. We've been screaming for him to be seen in the blue and white shirt more often, which I think we'll see him in the next couple of games that we're going to talk about. But I don't really think so. But Nico, I'm going to go over to you. What are your thoughts on the win against Northern Ireland. We just had to get out of there with all the three points, which we did. That was the main thing. That's the main takeaway from that. J- just win at all costs. Uh, we did. Uh, you guys have, yeah, mentioned the main points. Limnos, my man of the match, phenomenal. He created the goal. If it wasn't for him, we, we would have had nothing going forward in general. Even a can side I just, side can I just add to that? Um, going forward, I was what got me worried after this game was the amount of opportunities that we squandered we had so many counter-attacking plays yeah, we actually the worked half, up the field quite well in the second half Your especially um, and then our passing and crossing was just dreadful so we could have there was who knows how many things we, if we got that final pass right i think we would have created a hell of a lot more chances there was that low cross that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yakumaki's missed he didn't connect in the second half i was gonna say yeah limios my man of the match he, he was the yeah the star man uh siopis kept things ticking. He was a metronome there in the middle. Again, as Michael, I think you're spot on. We need more from that midfield in general, including Bacasetas included, even though it was a well-taken goal. A real, just a box-to-box. Someone that can bomb forward and has an eye for goal. Uh, that's Alexandropoulos, and I do think he'll start against Cyprus. Uh, Rota, we touched on. Again, dodgy at the back. Their, their free kick worried me at the end with Lafferty. That was yes. a needless foul from Zavellas. Yes. But he didn't need to concede that foul. Yeah. And he, he literally just came on seconds before that. And I think... Is that foul? And that yeah. was the only time they looked like scoring. And to, to be honest with you, I think now that you brought up Savelas, I don't think we're going to see him now anymore, anywhere near the lineup for the ethnic gear. Yeah. From now on, a couple of, few of us the have been saying backs. it. It's Mavropanos and Hadzi Diakos yeah. from here. They've, they've been, changed themselves, yeah. They've formed a chemistry together. They've formed a bondness. And I'm quite liking it. They've been rock solid at the back for the ethnic gear. I'm yeah, I'm all for changes. We get resting players for the Cyprus game and rotating, given it's four games and something like ten days. Yeah. But got to keep those two centre backs there. Yep. Let them keep building that chemistry. Yep. Anyways, Stephen, what do you think of the win, and what were your takes from it? Pleased. I mean, from from looking at all the other British British nations. Northern Ireland is comfortably the worst. I mean, at least with at least with the likes of Wales, they have Gareth Bale still and Aaron Ramsey in Scotland. They have a wealth of youth players coming through. But this Northern Ireland side is pretty poor. But that doesn't take away from our win. I thought we did really well to to get it. Um, 
one thing I will say is I like how Bacacetas is being played in this system under Gus Point because it doesn't feel like he's trying to be a Fortunis, like the focal point of the creativity that at least the attack. He's he's in there as the leader. And to be fair, he has the we've always said he has those leadership qualities. And to get the goal that he did was, you know, obviously was obviously vital and the one the one issue I do have though is we're still not getting enough out of our strikers, especially like we have Yakub Magis who's scoring like for fun for Celtic now, and it's just I, I don't quite know what and this is this will go into the second game as well, but I don't quite know what we need to do to get the best out of him. Maybe one maybe having a set maybe having Zolis on the other side of of, of the wings with, with Limnos on the other side, but I, I'm not quite sure. I think the problem was the lineup, if you see it, Mandalas was on the wing. And you gotta have your you gotta have your wingers. Limnios, he he was effective for in the attack. He caused danger. But Mandalos, look, if, he's not if, a winger. If, if I, he's not a winger. But if I was playing, he's, he's in he's in his thirties. But that's yeah. that's not my problem. I think he's still one of our best players in the ethnic year. Okay, maybe what I've said is a little bit oh. out of touch. But I think he's he is one of our best midfielders, and I think he should have. Um, started ahead of um, Bukalakis, started next to Bakasetas, have some, get some forward motion going. He he does have some playmaking abilities. He could have at least support Bakasetas going forward. But if you have a deep line playmaker in Bukalakis, it holds your midfield back. Mandolas on the wing, it should be a no go. Play your natural wingers, and I think probably why Poya started Mandolas is. Because he's an old Ike boy and he knows Poya very well, he tries to get all his teammates to understand how, what Poya wants, and what Poya wants the players to do. Maybe that—that's just my opinion. I think that's what I see. Um, as for Yakumakis, I thought his hold-up play was good, but then again, from that cross from Limnios, I think, as you guys said, should have put that away, and we should have scored more, at least a couple more goals. But then again, we go away with a win, and an important away win, which goes over to our next game against Kosovo, a familiar foe, where we did get the win again, back-to-back -back wins, I think in eight years for Greece, if I read correctly from Nova Sports. Wow. wow. I think eight That's years. That's a disgrace. That's yeah. an absolute disgrace. 1-0 win. Um, another Bacasetas strike. This one was Wh better. Wicked Dude, shot. What was what was the eight years? Back to back wins. Back to back wins. Back to back. I was wondering. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, another wicked goal. Yeah, wicked shot from Bacasetas outside the box. Um, yeah, we held on for the win. It was a rather rough game, especially from Kosovo, trying to take down our players. But, yeah, they eventually failed. They got two red cards in the second half. But we held our ground. Could have scored more. But at the end of the day, we get the win. Run away with the three points. And we return to Greece. Top of the group. Greg, your thoughts on this match? Uh, it was a much more polished performance. Um, the first half was very, um, I think, very similar to the Northern Ireland game. Um, and uh, Kosovo put us under pressure early on, which was a bit of a worry. Uh, but we came, we came, uh, we got a lot stronger. And I think to your point earlier, I think um, playing Mandalos deeper instead of Bukalakis um, 
did have its advantages, even though uh, Mandalos, you know, some of his passes weren't the best, but I still thought there was uh, an improvement there. Um, second half was vintage uh, ethnic E um, holding the ball, passing it around in the midfield for between midfield defence and what, and just playing it around, getting uh, tiring the opposition players. I haven't seen that um, since, you know, post-2014 years. So that, for me, was a huge um, a huge statement. I think it's good experience for our guys who haven't, you know, haven't had that experience of uh, game management before. So whatever Poet's doing there is fantastic. Um, uh, you know, we still got the usual thing. We've created a, a stack of chances where we could have really put it away at 2-0. And, of course, we, we missed them on different reasons. Um, so... You know, and Poyet actually spoke today about, you know, it's time we, we put teams away. Look at uh, the other uh, Turkey the other day. They beat Lithuania 6-0, you know. Um, you know, we, we should be able to start winning 2-3-0 games that we're dominating and, and creating so many chances. Um, again, Limnios, uh, you know, most of the chances came from Limnios' side. Really important that we start working our left side. I was surprised Masuras, he was pretty wasteful and I was hoping he'd, be, he'd get subbed off earlier. Um, and maybe see Zolis or someone else on the left uh, give them a chance. Um, but you know, look, great stuff, great finish again from Bakasetas. Um, um, again, defense got tested against the harder opposition, and we did really well again. Um, and Baldock did really well as well on the right. His combination with Limnios was another huge highlight for me, and it's very encouraging to see that going forward. Um, you know, hopefully we, we get. I don't know how tired they will be now, but. I'm curious to see what we see against Cyprus. So I'd like to see Yakomakis as well play against Cyprus. He was very successful against them last time. He left that field very frustrated. And I don't, I don't blame him. It's very frustrating when you play as a striker and your team can hardly feed you the ball. Uh, and that's been his case. So, and then when that happens, that's when you miss, you miss easy things. So you do need to, you know, you need to be warm. You need to, you need to get a few chances and put them away. But when it's constantly a half chance or you, that's all you're getting a game, it really gets to you. So um, very good win, big statement, huge um, game management experience from us. And I hope to see that uh, carry us forward in the future. Yeah. Well said, Greg. Uh, Stephen, you want something to say? Yeah, just to jump on what Greg said, I fully agree. We look, It was reminiscent of like that era, like, you know, 2004, 2014, where I, this was the first time in a very long time, especially against Kosovo, I didn't feel like we were going to concede. And, and another thing is that we, we, the focus was there, whereas under JVS, for some reason, there were periods where we would look like that and then we would lose focus for one second and then concede a silly goal or a silly equaliser, which is what we've done so many times against Kosovo as well, especially. Um, and so that, that was kind of a relief to me. We did look a lot more solid. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm George Baldock, to be fair to him, he had a bit of a shaky start to begin with, but I think he did warm into the game and he's just getting used to I guess, international football, which is a very different beast from the championship and the Premier League as well. I tell you what, if that's if his solo effort, not not solo effort, if his um, run from before the halfway line, Such running into the move, box, yeah. and then <laughs> playing a one-two with Limnios, if he could have finished that, what a goal would that have been for Baldock for Greece? Would have he been did one, all the hard work. Did all the hard work. It would have been yeah. would have been one to talk about for the ages. Oh, I, I would tell you that now. That would have been the one of the best goals I would have seen in quite a long, long time. If he, well, had, he would have certified like, himself for yeah. sure <laughs> in the team. Yeah. Anyways, Nico, what are your thoughts on this game? I thought again, Nios was our best player in this yeah. one. 
back-to-back games, I would have given men of the match to Linos, Bacacetas, phenomenal goal. Wonderstruck. Wonder of a left foot. Mm. Uh, Masuras, you guys know I'm not his biggest fan. The case in point again, this game, he offered nothing compared to Limios on the other wing. I was very happy with Bulldog because you got to remember, yeah, he might have started, you know, it might have been a shaky start, but it's his, first, it's his full debut. Never played behind Limios, never played in front of La Jodimos, never played with the center halves on, you know, next to him. I thought he was great. Yeah. Everyone, everyone thought he did great too. I thought he was excellent. Looks like he is the right back we need going forward. Of course, he's 29. I wish he was a bit... Th- yeah. of, I've, of course, I wish he was three years younger. He you would have been for a long-term solution. Players but, these um, days, yeah. though, Michael, peak at the... Yeah, they're, they're, they peak a bit later, into their early 30s. Some the, of them. So. Yeah, some of them. But you guys have said Limnios your man of the match. But for me, I thought it was Hadza Diakos. Anything, yeah, anything that faced him wasn't phased by it. He just looked straight up to the Kosovans. He said to me, you're not getting past me. And anything, anything could not get past him. Always put a foot in and pretty much won every every single duel, every single tackle. I don't think anything went past him at all from watching the match. Of course, with Marfa um, Panos too, but I think Hudson Diakos for me was the man of the match. And as I've, as I've pointed out with that partnership, it's the way to go forward between these two. Something we we all said about a year ago now about about this partnership with these two. Yeah, and of course people have doubted Hazardiakos his qualities as a defender, but I think he's just fine. He's He's actually really good at going forward as well. Yeah, picking out a killer pass, which is uh, great to see. He does that. He does that quite a lot for his club, um, which of course plays the same club for Pavlidis. Does provide that long ball or two Hazardiakos and something that we do need. Yes, Greg. Uh, just so, that's just on to my next point. Um, I think one of the areas we need to improve on is our forward passing and just getting being a bit more direct. I think mm. with even in the Kosovo game, and yeah. whilst our game management was fantastic, there was many opportunities I thought we had chances to spread it wide or play that forward pass. Baldock, for example, he was making many forward runs that were pretty much getting ignored. Um, and, and even Timikas, I thought, had an ordinary game. But I don't know, again, is that a... a um, uh, as a result of so many forward passing, uh, sorry, backward passes that we did, where we didn't really l- allow some of our players to show their quality in attack. So uh, definitely something I'm going to look for in the, in the Cyprus game and in the, the, the fourth game. There was some instances where players were open up huge spaces. And I, there was one moment in the second half, Timikas, just laying there on the left side, on the line, free, no one around him. I'm waiting for that long ball to him and nothing happened. I think yeah. that is what you're talking about, Greg, and I. I totally agree. That is something that, something that the ethnic has to work on, which I think I do think we are capable of that. We do have the players for it. Hadzi Diakos is being one of them. Timikas, of course, as well as another, onto over to the right, playing the long ball. But yeah, something that needs to be worked on. Now, Stephen, uh, you wanted something to say? Yeah. I'll- Again, what Greg said about game management, I thought Poyet's substitutes were excellent because obviously Bubbly this came on and then the, he got the goalkeeper sent off. Uh, meet him, like upon like, I think it was it was quite close to the end of the game, wasn't it? He tried to control the ball. The goalkeeper came out, touched it outside the box with his hands, and that was it. it was, they tried to chip him, tried yeah, to chip hilarious. him, and he blocked the shot <laughs> outside of the yeah. box and red card. Off you go. Because obviously they they were down to ten men at that point anyway, but that 
that properly killed the game, you yeah. know, towards the end, and and it was just a, you know, that was a great change from Poya. Even if Bubbly this didn't score, I could see Bubbly this scoring against Cyprus. I'm pretty sure he's done so um, yeah, before, he... if I recall. Yeah. No, I think it was Bavli this scored, wasn't it? It was Jakomakis and Solis in that friendly last year. Bavli yeah. uh, scored that two goals against Honduras. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do see Bavli starting against Cyprus. Give Jakomakis a rest. Yeah. I yeah, do see I do see some rotation there. Oh, yeah. Um I I I, th- I think they'll I think he'll be doing fine Pavlidis this against Cyprus. I don't think I'll have any issues as long as he gets the service. Masuras for me against Kosovo was the big disappointment. Maybe he had to do something with injury. injury. Rushed into the lineup, I'm not too sure, but big disappointment and Yakomakis was hunting in the box and Yakomakis not Yakomakis Masura sorry anytime he got the ball ruined every attack yeah ruined every attack Yakomakis was in the box waiting for that service and got nothing from the left side so he was my he was my um Masuras was my big big disappointment Nico? What about our anthem getting booed, eh? That's typical. I th- I, yeah, I think it's, that it's, fired us up. I, I think that did too. I think that did too. Um, but anyways, we are top of the group. Six points, two goals, zero goals conceded. What more can you ask? We've got two go- we've got two games left in the Nations League in this month. We got Cyprus this Thursday this Thursday evening in Greece. It'll be Friday morning for us. At 4:45 a.m., of course, crazy hours for us waking up for the ethniki. Let's hope for another win, three wins on the trop. Let's hope for that. But it's not over yet. What do you boys want to see against Cyprus? Rotation. Nico, rotation. Greg, yeah, rotation. We got it now. Bit of rotation. I want to see a lot more. I want to see more creativity outside of Limios, and I also want to see Bakasetas get more involved. I know he's scoring the goals. Yeah, but he's in. You know, for ninety minutes, I want to see a lot more from him. Yeah, Stephen. I don't even know. I mean, I think I agree with I agree with Nigo. Like, just maybe a bit of rotation because I got to be honest, Cyprus is is probably yeah. not maybe not the least talented, but they're the worst team in this group, just based on what I've seen from all four teams. That they have talented young players. They have. A decent setup, but they just have no execution. They, they had their chances, though, so uh, Stephen. Against Northern know, Ireland, I, yeah, they had their chances. I was saying to you game. guys, yeah, honestly, the chances they missed against Northern Ireland, they could have embarrassed Northern Ireland yeah. and won. Like, that yeah. would have been seen as an, as an embarrassment for them to, to lose to Cyprus. And, and yeah, uh, I, I, I do think that Greece will comfortably win this game, to be honest, mm. especially as it's in Volos as well. So Comfortably? Oh, well, well uh, Stephen, are you saying we're going to score more than one goal? <laughs> Okay. Yes, I do. I, I think it'll be two nil. Wow. I reckon it's it's it'll be two nil. Big call. That's a big <laughs> call. I mean, to be honest, Greg, it's not going to be three because Greece never scored yeah. three, but it'll be two. <laughs> well, I reckon two. Well, Cyprus under twenty one scored three against us, so yeah, we can score three too. But that's the we're talking about the seniors here, not the kids. <laughs> it's looking like a sellout. Fourteen thousand pre-sold yeah. tickets for that a match in is- Volos. Excellent news. Yes. Yeah. That's massive. Great. And all this comes down to the City Council of Volos. Now, we all know who runs that. 
Yeah. Achilles Bells. Yeah, our mate. Yep. He put out an announcement. Doing a good job. Yep. Put an announcement um, before the international break started. For all the people of Volos, get together. This is our national team, pretty much. All in that announcement for the city council. Um, the same thing Poye said after, on post-match He's against Kosovo. Yes, he did. For, for all the fans around Greece, doesn't matter where you are, come to Volos, fill the stadium up, come support us. It makes us, makes the team stronger. Hadzi Diakos even called for it too, as well as a few other players as well again after Kosovo. Bakasetas as well. Or pretty much the whole team is calling for fans. And it is it is true. When you have fans, the, it does make you stronger. It does build your confidence. It gets your motivation up. It is no question about it. But, but this, Michael, is why I wish the ethnic toured around Greece and went to Crete as well, because I think that would be so important to have, like, Different, different ethnic fans being able to watch the national team live as opposed to the occasional trip to Volos and then most of it, be, almost all of it being at Oaka. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Even even England, who um, never, ever do that. They're playing in Molyneux this weekend. I think they're starting to do are a they? bit more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're playing. I think they are playing or played in Molyneux. No, not yesterday, but they're, they're going to play in Molyneux. Um Wolverhampton so it just yeah I, I just think it makes so much sense for Greece to do it it's such a it's a small country I don't, I don't see why they couldn't get things together but then you know it's Greece organization is is a it's a foreign word yeah. there and would have been nice to play matches in Crete but then again they were going to be set in Pankritio the, yeah, in the stadium in the stadium some some yeah. problems with the, the stadium there falling apart don't know what it is yeah they even try to get a set up for the a future conference league final, but that didn't um, come into play. So it looks like the Opapa Arena Aya Sofia, yeah. the new home ground of Vikes, going to take it. It's Greece. <laughs> it's backwards that, and forwards. That's the easy option. Though. That, that's it is. It is. Once and it's ready, it'll be, uh, it'll be hosting every game. And we've even heard talks about Ethniki playing there as well at Ajax New I think they will be yeah. yeah 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 that's what I mean yeah. they yeah. should yeah no, I, I agree that, it's a that's perfect just a common, for it. Yeah. yeah I thought that would be the common sense move straight yeah. straight every yeah. game No, nobody's like seeing the Oaka anymore the Olympic Stadium big ass round, round, running track and it can't even sell out we even had a match against Italy a few years back and couldn't even sell out that game yeah sure a few turn, fans turned up but it was a horrible match but yeah, it's against Italy, a big nation, a World Cup qualifier, and no, not even a big turnout. Which that was, that is disappointing, and there's been disappointments here and there with other matches. Ethnic going around Greece to Tumba to Rizupoli, wherever. Now they're going to go Volos, fourteen thousand pre-sale tickets, and you know what? It doesn't surprise me because I've looked into the history of this. This will be the first competitive match in Volos for the Ethnic We've had two ga- previous games there in the past. First one in 1990, a friendly match against Poland. We lost that 2-1. This was at Olympiakos Volos Stadium. It was a full, it was a sellout crowd of 10,000. That's all it can fit. 20 years later, we played a friendly against Senegal. This was before our World Cup campaign in 2010. Yeah. Yes, we lost that 2-0. I remember that. That was at Panthesalico. That bat had about. 18,000 out of possible 21,000. That's 22, a, 22 something if it's Yeah, it? around there. That's a very good crowd for 
a game for an international game in the middle of Greece. Let me tell you that it, we don't often see that. Someone from Larissa, we often don't see that. And for me to say that's for me to see eighteen thousand in central Greece, it is remarkable, absolutely remarkable. There's been another time the ethnic year have played, but that was the Olympic team. This is when Pantasalico was built for the Olympics. And we played against Mexico. We lost that 3-2. So all those matches... Yeah, to win. We've all... We're yet to win. It's going to change. It's going to change. It will change. Let's just hope. It will change on Thursday evening in Greece, in Volos, with a, with a big crowd for first competitive match in Volos. Yeah. Well, as the well anthem is going to be great. It will be 22 great. 22 players. 22 this, players singing the one anthem. The one anthem. And this will also be Poya's first home match. Yeah. So, yeah. I am looking forward to this. In unu- It's rather rather unusual. you got to sometimes grow into it. Get used to saying Volos. Ethnic is playing in Volos. That's something I can't get used to. <laughs> we often don't play there. It's usually Athens. Greg, what do you think of the ethniki playing in Volos? Something for a change? Something we should keep on doing to around Greece? Yeah, look, uh, Volos is a nice stadium and a nice little place. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, if we can get a result there, I think it'll definitely grab some momentum. Um, I think when the new AX Stadium comes along, it's going to, you know, we did the same with Kariskaki though and look what happened there. But um, look, we used to do it pretty often back in the day. Like games were held in Athens, Thessaloniki, uh, Kalamata, uh, Crete. Uh, that yep. was uh, that was the setup, and uh, I can tell you, Crete especially. Most games we had in Crete were were huge crowds, um, so I wouldn't mind seeing that. I, from memory, I can tell you, I know every time we went to Thessaloniki, for example, we never it was usually a big game, and we wouldn't get the result we needed. Um, so you know, there's a lot of memories from that. But again, there was great crowds in all these games. Um, Full crowd. We had some Omadares at the time yeah. as well, though. So that was. With some good football, but I think why not? You know, if you're going to bring crowds in, what we did in the last five years, you know, some dud games all being played at Awaka was was horrible. And I, I'm probably one of the few people who doesn't mind Awaka just from my experiences there and watching games there. I've I always found that, um, you know, you can get, I was the seats I was getting, I always loved the games there. Um, could have been the fact that I'm not there all the time, um, but I didn't mind that. But I think you leave that for huge games and spread it out, spread the love through the country. Um, and, you know, the games that are appropriate with certain teams, by all means, play, play at Volos, play in Patra uh, and all the other places I just mentioned before. So there's a huge opportunity there that we should keep doing. And this keeps popping up in the media about the ethnic playing in future venues in Greece. We've heard Patra come up before. We've heard even, um, oh, what's that name? Kaftan Zoglu come up before. It has issues there. Yeah heap of issues that needs renovation it's an old stadium yeah, yeah. An old stadium and to be honest with you it needs knocking down it needs knocking down i know it's iraklis's home ground it's historic to, it's historic to them <laughs> i don't know why that's been suggested in the past <coughs> but then again yes this is something jvs i know i'm bringing him up something jvs as well as poye has something brought up with the greek fans you go around Greece, gives fans to identify with the team, grow in love with them, and that's what her, that's what makes your team stronger. This is what JVS and Poirier have been pretty much saying. But 
I think we, I think we are long gone from Moaka. As Greg said, it should be for the big games. Say we come up against Belgium, for example, we will get a big crowd eventually. I think we will. Stephen, your thoughts on this with Volos? Like I said, I, I'm I'm happy that we're we're changing uh, we're changing stadium for this game in particular. Um, even the what about the sta- the stadium in Larissa as well, though, Michael? Wouldn't that be the like airport? The-, the airport issues there. Uh, right, of course. Yeah, here's the thing. No, because that, that it's quite a modern yeah. ground, so I figured maybe in theory it could be used. But yeah. oh, look, in the past there's been ethnic matches, and they have filled, they have sold out the venue of Alcazar. There was one friendly. I can't remember who who was against at the Ayala Arena when it first opened. Canada, Canada, one. that was it. That's the only international game we've only ever seen there. That is it. And I don't think we'll return there because it's of all cost of bureaucratic issues there with the owners of the stadium. I don't think it will happen ever again. But, but no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that they're, that they're not touring it, but they, they put it in a new venue. Cause I, I've never been to Oaka, but it's just from this, just from looking at it from, from a kind of viewer's perspective, it, it just it doesn't look great that the whole ground can't get filled up i'm sure the atmosphere is great we saw it when we played sweden at home we beat them 2-1 the atmosphere was great then um i'm biased i didn't mind us in Gariskagi, but that's me um and but, but and i wouldn't ever say that should be the permanent home ground again but I, places like that where it's more compact and you can fill out a ground where the atmosphere is going to be better somewhere like that and even ix new ground dumba anywhere i just think it'd be important it's good it would be great to see them there yeah. anyway, in, a, in, in a variety of stadiums. Yeah. Anyways, boys, to cap off the show, we're going to take predictions for the next two matches. So the first one against Cyprus in Volos. Start off with Greg. What's your prediction? My prediction is 2-1, the Greek win. And we concede uh, a goal, unfortunately, but we get our second goal and get some type of momentum with the goals. Okay, so we're going to concede some sloppy goal. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, some we're going to get two up, two up. Uh, we're going to get two up, two up for a change, and just take the foot off the pedal for a little bit, and and gift our little cousins uh, a little goal there. Okay, yeah. Let's just be fair, fair in here. You know, fair and square. Okay, Nico. Two nil. Two nil. Two nil. Yeah. All righty. Bavlivis brace. Bavlivis brace. Yeah. So he only scores in friendlies and not in internet in competitive games. Okay. He scored against he scored against Sweden in the what game we won, didn't he? I swear he did. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. But yeah. before that was against Honduras. Yeah. Steve. Oh yeah, I agree with Nick. Seeing Cyprus, they can't create for anything, unfortunately. Um, and when they get those chances, they can't convert them. I think two nil. Okay, two nil. I'm going to go with two nil as well. I'm going to go Tolis Bryce. You reckon he's going to start? Wow. I think he'll start. Oh, oh, I think yeah. there will be a rotation and Tolis will start. I think, yeah, let's, let's go through. I think Limnos, I think, will start. I think just reward his good form, keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. There'll be a change in the striker for sure. Be Bavli, uh, Yakumakis rested for the Kosovo game. Bavli yep. is starting. Then you'll have either Hadziovanis or Zolis starting on that other wing, I reckon. Yep. 
Yeah, and uh, they'll be changing. for me will start. They'll be changing the midfield for yeah, sure. Yes. Maybe even give you a game at, at left back. I think Timmy Gus needs a break. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's not over yet. We got one more game in Volos, and that's against Kosovo. But we have we we yet to beat them in Greece. Greg, I think um, <clears throat> one nil win. One nil win. Hard fought or hard fought. Hard fought. Hard fought. Nico? Words out of my mouth. 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Steve? I'm going to make it 3 uh, out of 3. It's going to be 1-0. I thought you were going to say 3-0. When was the last time we scored 3 goals? Oh, <laughs> um, About 5 years ago? Yeah, jeez. Probably the Gibraltar. It was Gibraltar, Gibraltar I think. Yeah. Yeah. We scored 4 goals then, yeah. We're yet to do that. Yet to match it. It's been so many years. I'm gonna go two one. I think. I reckon it'll be a tough game. Kosovo will give it to us. They want revenge. They'll be thirsty, bloodthirsty. They'll be be more desperate than us, probably. Yeah. Given the point situation. Yep. I think we'll concede some stupid goal, but we will eventually hold on for the win. A two one win. And if that, it all goes like this, that we're sitting at 12 points. 12 points? And we've got a stranglehold on top spot, which is so important because no matter what happens in this upcoming Euro qualifying group, we have a one in four chance of Euro 2024 qualification. We're, gar- we're guaranteed a playoff. The playoff guaranteed spot. a playoff spot, yes. Which we could face a Turkey Back in, in a playoff. Yeah. 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 Which, this will be brilliant. We, yeah. get this, we get these four games out of the way and we win all four. Promotion to League B and guaranteed playoff for yeah. a spot in Euro 2024. And we get the second bite of the cherry if we can even get top two in our qualifying group. Oh, yes. Yes. And hopefully a rise in the FIFA rankings after all this. Yeah. I would yeah. love us to see, have a beautiful number. Hopefully Things top... might be looking good again. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just maybe. Well, I'm liking what Poirier is doing. What, think, a, what an upgrade to JVS. I think he's a humble coach. Step by step, boys. I think he's a humble coach. I think he's set the right mentality for the team. If you hear his press conferences, yeah. he even said a pre-match. The idea before every game is to win. But we never heard that with Van Skip. That's the difference. I'm liking that from Poirier. Let's hope, I just hope this keeps on going and the players are hungry every single game to win and have that passion in them. He has stated this. He has um, stated this now many times. I don't think he'll be tired of saying it. But as long as we play with passion and we win, I don't care what the scoreline is. As long as we Absolutely. win, that Absolutely. is it. And boys, that is a wrap. Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you to everyone that is listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know it's a little bit different without George. Um, but the show must go on. We've let it flowed. We, if you want to tune in for more, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM for more Elas Footy podcast episodes. Boys, thank you very much. Hope Being you enjoy your evening. Until next time. Yep. Let's hope for the Ethniki two more wins and we win promotion to League B. Thank you very much, and we see you next time. Bye-bye. Adios, bye.